0: Okay, good morning everyone. How are you doing? Where, where is the... Uh, yeah, here. here. Um, I think it might be connection. Shall I use this one? Okay, can you hear me now? Is that better? Okay. Um, we have some left over. <laughs> would anyone like one? I know, I know what you're thinking. You're, you would like one, Linda. Okay, Linda. You, the, the small ones are grasshoppers, the big ones are... Uh, Locusts, you enjoy that? Well done. I know what you're you're hoping that I don't preach that the reason John was a hero was he ate locusts and honey, and that we should all go and do likewise. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to preach that. But um, John was a weird guy, wasn't he? He was, you know. Let, let's be honest. Some of the things he did. He lived in the wilderness. He ate locusts and honey. He wore camel's hair and a leather belt round his waist. He's a bit of a strange character in the Bible Um, But I do believe that he's also a hero And I'm going to obviously be sharing with you this morning why I think that Um, So here it goes Here are a few reasons why John the Baptist is a hero And the first is that he he was humble before Jesus He was a humble man before Jesus You see the first thing you need to know about John the Baptist is that he had a call on his life, didn't he? He had a job to do that God had given him. And his job was to prepare the way for the Messiah to come, to prepare people, uh, prepare their hearts and their minds for uh, Jesus to come. And so John was God's messenger. And it was, a, it was a, a, almost a simple job, quite difficult in some circumstances, but it was a very important job um, and I don't know about you, but when I find myself in positions of importance or feeling like I'm important, uh, sometimes the temptation can be to get quite big headed. Um, something I have to battle with, if someone says, "Oh, you're really good at that, James, um, I have to work quite hard not to think, yeah, I am, that's really good. Um, so, so, We have to you know, keep, keep our egos in check and keep my pride in check, that's, that's what I have to do. Um, I want you to consider for a moment John's resume and uh, I want you to think who this sounds like, okay? So he was a miracle child, okay? So the angel appeared to Zechariah and, and he said that um, Elizabeth was going to have a baby in our old age, so he, he was a miracle child. He preached repentance and forgiveness of sins. Uh, he had crowds follow him and listen to him preach. He spent time alone in the wilderness He had disciples. Uh, He rebelled against the establishment, against uh, Herod and against um, uh, the Pharisees. Uh, And he was persecuted and eventually murdered for his faith. This guy sounds a lot like someone else we know. Sounds a lot like Jesus. And other people thought so too. Other people thought, maybe, maybe this is the Messiah, maybe this is the Christ. And what was John's response to to those people? He said, I baptise you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Uh, On another occasion, uh, which we didn't see in the reading today, John was sitting with some of his disciples, and Jesus walks by. uh, And and John says, oh, there goes Jesus. And, And what do his disciples do? They they up and leave him and they go and follow Jesus. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I had disciples and someone went and sort of, they went and following someone else, I'd be saying, hey, get your hands off my disciples. But John doesn't do that. John encourages his disciples to go and follow Jesus. Because John was a humble man. But you can imagine how tempting it might have been for John to say actually no yeah I, I'm pretty good I can do this Messiah thing I could pull it off I can I can do that but he doesn't do that what, why does that make John a hero what is the challenge for us I think sometimes as Christians we can be tempted to become our own Jesus to to say to Jesus it's okay I've got this one you you sit down and not only is that not only is that bad for us It's bad for our spiritual health and development, but it's also bad for the world. You know, the the world doesn't need you. The world doesn't need me. The world needs Jesus. And isn't it amazing that we get to be part of what Jesus is doing? And isn't it sad when we get in the way of what Jesus is doing with, with other people? So, we have a choice to make. We can, we can either say, Jesus, you are the Messiah, you are the Christ, you are the center of it all, and I'm your servant, and I will follow you, and I'm going to encourage other people to follow you. Or we can say, oh, it's okay, Jesus, I've got this one. And then we try and be the Christ. We try and be the Messiah, but we're, we're not the Savior of people, and we fail. So, John was a hero because he was humble enough not to try and be the Messiah. He was humble enough to recognize that he needed saving just as much as anyone else by the only one who can save, which is Jesus. Okay, so John was also a hero because he stood up. John stood up. For what he believed in, he stood up for what he felt God was telling him to say He was not a timid man, he didn't hold back As you can see from some of the language that he used with people in the reading today He he wasn't a a, a timid man And he called out sin in people's lives and challenged leaders on their their acts of hypocrisy And in the end it resulted in him being imprisoned and, and put to death standing up for what you and I believe in it takes it takes courage and actually it takes an acceptance that when we stand up uh, we've got a good chance of being persecuted for that we've got a good chance of coming up against opposition when when we stand up I want to tell you a story of another guy that I learned about uh, this week at the start of this week I watched a, a film called Hacksaw Ridge has anyone seen that film? There's a few people who've seen it. Great. Well, for those of you who haven't seen it, this is a story about um, a guy called Desmond Doss, who was um, an American at the time of the Second World War. And Desmond uh, was a Christian and a conscientious objector. And he signed up. He felt called to sign up uh, to the U.S. Army um, as a combat medic. Um, And so he, he, he joined up and he went to his basic training um, but there was a problem and the problem was that he, he didn't believe in holding a firearm. He didn't believe in taking up arms and killing people. That, that was against what he believed God had called him to do. So he stood up for what he believed in. He said, I am not touching a gun. He said to his commanding officers, he said it to his uh, fellow soldiers, I'm not touching a gun. What was the result of him standing up? Well, he was mocked and he was threatened by fellow soldiers. He was beaten up and verbally abused by them. He was persecuted by his commanding officers and given extra tough duties to to perform. They attempted to get rid of him on the grounds of mental health and when they couldn't do that, they court-martialed him and tried to get rid of him that way Um, but they failed they failed to get him out of the army and he refused to leave he believed that that was what God had called him to do that was where God had called him to stand up and to be counted so what happened then well then uh, his unit left and at the time the US army were fighting in Japan Uh, and there were a number of battles that we, he was involved with, but most notably, there was a battle that happened on this place called Hacksaw Ridge. And on Hacksaw Ridge, um, it was a stronghold where the, the Japanese army were holding back the US army. And they, they had this massive counterattack suddenly, where um, all the US soldiers had to retreat off the, uh, off the edge of this uh, essentially this cliff, climb down this, this ridge. And only a third of these soldiers made it off. But everyone retreated and, 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 and the field was littered with these injured and dying soldiers just left up there, over two-thirds of the, uh, of the battalion that were there. And there was one guy who actually decided he wasn't going to listen to orders and go down the ridge but he was going to stay behind. Uh, Desmond decided to stay behind. And on uh, the 5th of May, 19, uh, it's 1944 I think, or 1945, which was his Sabbath incidentally, Uh, Desmond single-handedly saved 75 men off the edge of that ridge and when you listen to the videos of what what he, uh, as he recounts that tale he was praying the whole time God just give me one more, just give me one more and he was running backwards and forwards and saving each of these men he was awarded a medal of honour by the president which is the highest uh, honour, highest medal you can get in the the US army when we stand up for what we believe in um, We can be fairly confident when we stand up as a Christian that we're going to stand out. We're going to be different. We're probably going to meet opposition. um, And it's probably going to require some sort of cost and sacrifice. But we can also be assured that it means that God can use us in incredible and powerful ways in our lives. John was a hero Because he stood up for what God had told him to say. And it did cost him. But because of standing up and being faithful to what God did. It made a way for Jesus to come and bring his message. And bring his hope to the world. And that is a powerful way God used John. So John is a hero because he stood up. Finally, John is a hero because he dealt with his doubt. Picture this. You've you've spent your life dedicated to what God has called you to do Um, and it's been tough and in the end you find yourself alone and in this prison cell because because of what you've done and it's cold and it's damp and it's smelly and you're going to die and you hear about all these amazing things that Jesus is doing out there somewhere but it seems a million miles away from where you are in a place like that, I wonder where your head would go to, where my head would go to. John found himself in that scenario. He found himself in prison, and this is what the Bible says he, he, he says to his disciples. So John's disciples were telling him about all the stuff that Jesus was doing. It said John's disciples told him about all these things. Calling two of them, he sent them to the Lord to ask, "Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else?" When the men came to Jesus, they said, John the Baptist sent us to ask you, are you the one who is to come or should we expect someone else? You see, John wanted to know, he wanted to make sure, are are you the one uh, that that I've given my life for? Are you the right one? Are you the Messiah that we've been waiting for or, 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 or is there someone else? You see, I, I find it amazing when we look at heroes in the Bible, characters in the Bible, because the Bible doesn't cover over all of what we would consider human imperfections. Uh, they, they state it how it is. And I love the fact that John was able to be vulnerable at this time and it's recorded for us. Because let's be honest, all of us go through times where we doubt things. We maybe even we doubt: is Jesus the one? Is he capable? Is he capable of coming through? So John poses that question to Jesus, are you the one? And I don't exactly know what what was going through John's head at the time, but um, I've written down some questions that I wonder, maybe this was going through his head. Maybe this would be going through my, my head as well. Jesus, are you enough to deal with our sins? Are you the Messiah? Will you save these people? Will you save me? Can I trust you with my life? Will you be there when I die? And what's Jesus' response? The Bible says this, At that very time Jesus cured many who had diseases, illnesses and evil spirits and gave sight to many who were blind. So we replied to the messengers, Go back and report to John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. And maybe that's a confirmation of this prophecy that Isaiah said and, and Malachi had one as well. But, but actually, in other words, Jesus is answering John by saying, yes, yes, and absolutely, yes, I am the one. I am enough to deal with your doubts. I am enough uh, to save you, to save others from their sins. You see, John wasn't heroic because he doubted. John was heroic because he dealt with his doubts. When we don't deal with our doubt, it festers and grows it's not wrong to doubt but it when we doubt we have to give that to Jesus we have to say Jesus I'm I'm struggling with this I'm struggling to believe this so John was a hero because he dealt with his doubts and he gave them to Jesus and Jesus was big enough to deal with them and I wonder whatever doubts you or I are carrying this morning whether we can bring them to Jesus this morning and say Jesus I'm struggling with this and to be okay with that I'm going to finish with this I, I just want to read this passage here it's from, from the message version of the Bible it follows on directly from the last passage I read um, and it's, it's a bit of a tribute Jesus makes to John just to conclude in what way he was a hero uh, in the Bible and what way he was a hero in Jesus' eyes as well so it says after John's messengers left to, take their, to make their report Jesus said more about John to the crowd of the people what did you expect when you went out to see him in the wild? A weekend camper? Hardly. What then? A Sikh in silk pyjamas? Not in the wilderness, not by a long shot. What then? A messenger from God? That's right, a messenger. Probably the greatest messenger you'll ever hear. Here's the messenger Malachi announced when he wrote, I'm sending my messenger on ahead to make the road smooth for you. Let me lay it out for you as plainly as I can. No one in history surpasses John the baptizer, but in the kingdom he prepared for you, the lowliest person is ahead of him. The ordinary and disreputable people who heard John by being baptized by him in the kingdom are the clearest evidence. The Pharisees and religious officials who would have nothing to do with such a baptism wouldn't think of giving up their place in line to their inferiors. So yeah, John John was a weird guy, but he was considered a hero by Jesus, and so he's considered a hero by us as well. John was a hero because he was humble, and instead of pretending to be Christ, he allowed Jesus to be Christ and followed him faithfully. John was a hero because he was willing to stand up for what he believed in, uh, despite the cost, and allowed Jesus' way to be prepared. And John was a hero because he dealt with his doubt. He didn't allow it to fester and grow. He gave it to Jesus so that it was dealt with. In what way can we be a hero like John today, I wonder. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to hand back to to Graham. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the characters you give us as examples in, in the Bible. We thank you that they're honest accounts of who these people are. And God, we give you thanks this morning for John the Baptist who came before Jesus to prepare his way. We thank you for um, his courage and his character. We thank you um, that he challenges us um, to be humble, to stand up and to deal with our doubts. And I pray, Lord, that just like John, uh, we wouldn't leave here today without following you and giving you those things that stand in the way of following you this morning. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.